Guys, welcome back to your favorite podcast, D Influence. That was good. This, good. this okay, that was really actually good. pressure to do that. <laughs> right. I know your heart rate kind of like starts like, okay. to jump. Oh my gosh. This actually might be one of my favorite podcasts, and we haven't even recorded it yet <laughs> because I have some like true friends over. Yeah. Cool. A lot of times, it's like people that you're just meeting, and you're like, "Okay, how's this gonna I go?" Know. But I feel so comfortable. Yeah. So we have Taryn and Rick Newton, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, <laughs> and um, you guys know. So they live in Dallas. Y'all, how long did it take y'all to get here? Uh, we moved here 2015. No, I mean oh. to the house. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> how long did it take y'all to get to Dallas? Oh, oh. to get to Dallas. No, uh, no, to get to our house. Um, 40, 40, 40. So that's yeah. the thing. Is like people think that we're so close. Yes. And they're like, why don't you guys hang out more? And we're why like, don't you go over for coffee. Yeah. Do you know <laughs> Dallas traffic? Like, yeah. No, Dallas traffic, and y'all have. Five kids. We have like yeah, a bundle a of kids. It's yeah. not as easy to like just like slip no. over. But now we met before I even had kids. I know. We met so, at the- So if you would have brought your kids over, yeah. I would have been like, I've been like, right, I'm like babe, let's not have kids for yeah. And now, now I'm like, bring them all over. I let's know. party. It's so crazy to see like how you've like moved to a different phase. I've, I feel like we met at McKinsey Child's and we were doing like a floral thing and we it. both were like epically failing at it. And so we were like, all right, we're going to be friends because we're like not doing great at this floor or who hey or whatever the case is. Tell her be. the story. That's so funny. She was that anxious that day. So I was like, I think I've told you this since, but, um, cause I know I was like trying to think, how did I meet Taryn? Like what was the first yeah. time I knew that I followed you, but yeah. I had never actually met you in person. And it was at that McKinsey child's event. And I was having like a panic attack. I don't know why that day, you know, when sometimes you just wake up and you're like, it was the a worst. lot. Yeah. But it was just was like, it the crafting? No, I, was like, I was like, I was like, Danny get together. You were horrible at making these wreaths. Wasn't it wreaths? wreaths yes. We I think it was, yeah. It was like for Christmas and or people something. were like banging it out. And I was just like, I, that was like my actually, I think one of my first influencer events. Maybe that's why. And so I just felt like nervous and I don't know why. I was just like, I'm grabbing you and we're about to just like do this together. Was you're I wearing wigs? Yes, you were wearing a wig. That's why you're anxious. That's why I was anxious because yep. I was wearing, I think I was wearing like a new wig and I was really nervous to meet everyone because yes. I felt like, oh my gosh, they're going to judge me, like my hair. And I remember I buddied up with you. Yes. And I was like, okay, finally, like I have a friend. <laughs> yes. Oh. Then but then you were like, you were, you were at telling us earlier, you were like, I wonder if she likes me. Oh yeah. Then I got <laughs> home because you know, when you're also anxious, you're like not the coolest person. Ever. <laughs> you're not like really like a vibe to hang yes. out like danny's weird yeah so i thought maybe you thought i was weird after that no i was just like all right cool. this is like my type of gal like oh, i was good. just like we're vibing out rick but do you know, remember you when we met you and i he's like well i journaled about it every <laughs> i'll never forget okay, it what I, will say, though, what I will legitimately say is that rick and as you know i have met like many influencer husbands yeah and you are a standout because yes. rick does not really particularly Kick. care to go to influence. But you know what? Mates. I'm I'm going for Jordan Massey's spot. I know he's your number <laughs> one. Oh, I don't know. I know he's your number one. <laughs> yeah. No, Which we met at the uh the water park with Bryce Horton. Oh 
yes. yes. That was the yes. first time yes. I met And Jen Reed was yep. there. Yep. Remember? Wow, yeah. was that the first yeah. time? Yeah, and we were stressed out and we only had one kid and then I saw you with like <laughs> five yeah. and, and I was like, here. Yeah. I was I like, dude, this. what? And Bryce was great with like three yes. kids and I was like, I'm. We had one baby. I was like, I need to grow up. The, I remember <laughs> I, that. It was inspiring because I think we didn't have a lot of friends that had babies at all. Yeah. And then we see y'all rolling and y'all are so chill. Like nobody's freaking out. Like the kids are sometimes freaking out, but on whether it's Bryce's kids, y'all's kids, but y'all are so chill. Like everybody yeah. had their cool, but you, you know, y'all have done it. You kind of have times. to be, otherwise you're like <laughs> gonna lose it. Going nuts. Yeah, yeah you kind of have to be. So, so for people that don't follow um, or don't know who y'all are, maybe just share a little bit about who y'all are, what you post online, um, and yeah, just a little little synopsis. <laughs> yeah, so I'm. You know, kind of awkward, but I'm gonna be like, I'm Taryn Newton. That's my <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, But we are from Michigan, so a lot of people I feel like know that. But if you do not, we're from Michigan. He's from Detroit, yes, born and raised. We're from like completely different backgrounds. Like I was like suburban. He's like city of Detroit boy, completely opposite. And I like grew up like where it was like a melting pot of people. Yeah. He actually I. did not like meet his like really first white person until he went to college. No wow. way. Yes. Oh. How facts? Facts. 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 What did you think? Out of my mind. What did you think? <laughs> I was like, where did all these white people come from? <laughs> wow. Like, yeah. It was, like, it was completely it was, opposite yeah. backgrounds. Yeah. And so like, I'm like from where we had like a storm door. Our door was like unlocked. And he's like, I will lock uh, yeah. every door possible yeah, quickly. Like, no, my car is open. Like, the house is I'm like, go lock the door. Yeah. What are wow, you Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, so we met in college. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been heck of a journey through college. And then we took some part- time apart when we were dating. Okay. We had Cameron before that, before that, and then he's now 15, and then we reconnected, got married in 2013, moved here. We were broke as a joke, moved here in 2015. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 2015. Yes, and 2015. it was so crazy because he, we like wanted a better opportunity, and then he got a job offer. Yeah, because I was like, one thing we won't do is like, some people will strike out, like, no job, yeah. no nothing. I'm going to just go down there, and I'm yeah. like, and I'm like well, if we can transfer our jobs, then we can go. So we tried to transfer our so jobs So we transferred down. our jobs down. We were loading up. What were y'all doing? What were y'all doing? So I'm in HR. So, and then you were. At that point, I had transitioned out of the mortgage industry. In the car industry, like doing like. Automotive finance. Yes. yes. Cool. Yeah. Transferred down, got a job offer the day we were driving out yeah. down here. And it's been. Yeah. And then I started like randomly. It was like Rick was doing photography at the time. No way. And yeah. we were, yeah. So you're the creative. <laughs> Rick is the OG I, Instagram I used to husband. Do weddings, family what? portraits. He like, is yeah. not. I actually didn't not know that about you. So like, I literally, if Rick has my phone, like he will randomly, if you guys ever see like a random thing pop up on my stories, just like shoot me a text <laughs> because that means that Rick was like holding my phone and like randomly post something with his fat fingers. Yeah. I always hit a button. 100%. He's not. He can't do what you do. Jordan. I can't do the girl. But you no. still, but you have the creative like mind. Um, okay, well, I think so it has many, surpassed where it, I'm at now. Was it just a way people to get trusted you with their weddings? <laughs> was it just a way to get girls? <laughs> yeah. So he was doing photography, mm-hmm. and so I was just like, "Hey, can you like shoot some stuff in our apartment courtyard of me?" And that's like when that's you know you had to start. do like aesthetic, cute blog photos. But who did? Who were like? How did you know this world existed? Were you following people? So, how did you? Know? Yeah. So I, don't even know. I yeah. just started like getting on the radar of like, do you remember Jay Scott? Like Jade? Yes. Yes, I remember like you were like taking your photo with a like camera up here yes. trying to show your outfit. She used to nail it. Yeah. And so like I 
that was like my vibe. And so like, I was like trying to do that. Wow. And I will never forget, like when I got my first offer, it was like from an Etsy shop, we'll never li- live it down. <laughs> yeah. It was like macaroon hey. necklaces. Do you remember those macaroon necklaces? Wait, no, the big earrings. Yes. Yes. And the, and the oh. earrings. yes, and the earrings. Yes. And I had to- Take the picture and send them back. Yeah, <laughs> you're like Rick. Like I get to wear this necklace for a day. Please take my photo. <laughs> oh my god! So gosh. that was 2016, and then ever since then, like we kind of just kept doing life. And I actually never used to show up my kids like at all. At that point, we only had two, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is awkward. Like I'm in a yeah. dressy. I was like really dressy fashion. It was just really awkward. And my kids were like on the other side of the door. I'm like, don't come in. You know, it was just weird. <laughs> it was hard. Yeah. yeah, and I wasn't involved in it, so I took a year off okay. from blogging. And then when I had Cyrus, he's now five, I like was like, let's try this and let's just try to like be ourselves. Like, let's just show yeah. our life. And then it's kind of yeah. took off from there. And we kind of just like do life with our community. And we kept having a bunch of kids. And here <laughs> we are. Five kids. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was planned. Was planned. Cameron was not. Cameron uh, was only like, oh, okay. This is happening. This is happening. I was 20 when I had Cameron. Yeah. So oh. it was just like trying to finish college, trying to figure this out. Because birth control does not work. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we actually were, I was actually on birth control when I got pregnant with Cameron. No so way. I'm not going to freak people out on the method, so I'm not going to share that. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were doing like, like, yeah. like But yes, all of our others were planned. Mm-hmm. We were trying for that girl. So like. So well, did you know you wanted a big family or were you just trying? I to wanted three. I always wanted six. Did you come from a big family? One brother. Wow. So that's that's why I always wanted a a larger family. Yeah. Yes. That was a good compromise. Is it? It's here now. Done. More? No. Done. 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 I want to know, like, what it's like having a girl now. Because y'all just had your first girl. And that's so different, right? (laughs) He's just lighting up right now. I mean, yeah, going from being, like, a boy and mom or just a boy dad and uh, mom, what did I say, boy yes. mom. That's such a different vibe. It is. It's crazy. Like a lot of people were like, oh, it'll change you. And I was like, oh no, a kid's a kid. But then what I find myself doing is little things for her that if it were my boys, I'd be like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. And so it's those little things. I'm yeah. like primping her hair, yeah. cleaning out her ears. My boys, I'm like, ah. You're fine. You're, you're fine. ashy. You're, you're fine. Yeah. You're a little ashy. It's okay. Yeah. You know, like he's like, like lotioning her up, all this like self-care. Yeah. yeah. It's honestly, she is like already feisty, but I would say she's, she's like feisty. the perfect into our family. And like, she's just really sweet. So her turning one, it's just, you could tell it's like, crazy. and it's Aww. everybody, like even our 15 year old, like he walks in and you would think like, he's too cool for school. He like walks in like, Straight where's my her. baby girl? Mm-hmm. That's Straight so sweet. sweet. Yeah, like we were even at like a school event and like, Clearly, you're going to act like we're non-existent, right? right? Yeah. Your school event around your fit friends. He's, He's like on the field, yeah. on the field, picking up his baby sister, giving her kisses. Wow. Like all of the boys are so smitten with oh her. Yeah. He's going to be like He's treat be a girl really well one yeah. day because he had a little sister like that. Her, uh, My her brother four, was not like Her first that. boyfriend is going to run into some serious intimidation with oh, four brothers. Imagine? <laughs> they're so protective over her. Even yeah. if I'm like trying to do something, they're like, no, stop touching sister. Yeah. You know, sister like, doesn't like that. Sister doesn't like that like this. that and so she's starting to already see that and like be a little spicy so yeah. we're like all right girl it does not all like mind you she does have a name her name is cc although i do say girl a lot. i call yeah. her girl i'm like, like mama i call her oh, yes mama. and i'm like i always call her like hey girl but like we were like why do you call your daughter girl and i'm yeah. like i don't know it's just a term of endearment my yeah. mom calls me girl like a lot so it's like yeah. it's just how it happens but it's cute so what was it like watching rick become a girl dad 
Because, it, yeah, there has to be, like, see yeah. a different side of him. It's been really nice. I will honestly say, though, Rick is already a softie. Like, he... <laughs> big teddy bear? Yes, big teddy bear, super affectionate. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm from the streets. of Detroit is not happening here. Like, he will, like, tear up about, like, stuff. Like, if he'll look at a picture of his boys, I'm putting yeah. you on blast. Like, he'll yeah. be, like, legit. tearing up. Like, he is a big softie. Mm. So it just made him even more of a softie. Yeah. He's definitely, like, his love language is definitely, like, showing affection. Yes. That is not mine. So I was like, what are you? I'm, like, acts of service. Okay. So he's, like, if I'm not giving him, like, rubbing your arm, I'm, like. <sighs> yeah, that's me, too. That's Jordan. It's always hard because it's your so spouse is. It's easier to go to sleep if your back's being rubbed. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm your, saying. Your spouse's love language, I feel like, is always the opposite of what is natural to you. What and it's, that? like, a. I think God designed it that way yeah. so that we yeah. can learn to be selfless. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, it's the same thing. Jordan is so, he likes to be, I cannot stand being cuddled. I'm like, I feel like I am right, just being like, I'm in a lock and I'm like, uh. but like, I'll do it because I know that's what he likes. Yeah, it's like, like I have to do yeah. that yeah. service. <laughs> it's, for, it's for marriage. <laughs> like I'm there for it. But, and he likes words of affirmation. So would you say... Like you're more of like who's more logical? Who's more of like the spontaneous one? I would She's say spontaneous. I am spontaneous, really? but a calculated spontaneous. Okay, yeah. So like I've looked at my calendar and I could probably be spontaneous this day, if that makes sense. Yes. But I have a different set of logic than he has. Like I'm the type where do we really need to leave the door unlocked? And he's like, so it's like we yes. have we're log more logical like and true different. Logic hers is like pretend logic. <laughs> this is what we need. Clip that. Clip it. Clip it. Pretend logic. Listen, Rick. I totally get what you're saying. <laughs> we really balance each other out, though. I would say because we're completely opposite. And yeah. Like, there's aspects that we would never hit if she wasn't as spontaneous as she is. Yeah. yeah. No, I love that. And so I feel like you know we've gotten to see a different side of y'all going on influencer trips together. We've seen you on trips with your kids. I've seen you. I think have I seen you on trips without your kids? Yeah. 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 So we've kind of seen both sides. Oh yeah, we went to the Bahamas. Mm -hmm. um, and the one thing I will say is like y'all are incredible parents. Oh, thank you. And like like sure. I was telling them, it, it was actually very inspiring for us to see like how you guys are around your kids because you're still willing, you're still able to like pour out and to like hang with people, but like you prioritize your kids and specifically Rick like oh yeah he doesn't complain at all like I've seen you on trips where you just step in and you're like like I feel like you do a lot of things that maybe like the stereotypical male wouldn't do and like you step in and you like own it and you don't complain and your kids like just like adore you it was really cool to see y'all in uh, where did we go with the kids uh, Puerto Rico Puerto Rico yeah, yeah Puerto Rico yeah. with the kids I was like oh, this is so cool it's very um like it's good to be around people like that because it rubs off on you yeah too, you it's know? also super fun when you guys like go on trips without your kids because there's so much pent up <laughs> yes. that y are like, <laughs> yeah y'all are like probably the most fun yes. <laughs> I, I i still think like number one i talk about this a lot like the Massies, they're probably like they're just so fun. Yeah, because, they but they are. how they're many blessed. kids do they have? They have five too. They have five too. Okay. They have five too. You should so see us like when we go to a restaurant. Parents with five kids, oh like when they get away from their kids, they're the most fun to hang out with. I mean, because hands down, hey, you're like hands free. Yeah. I can do me now. Let's go. You're like I'm here. How, yeah. I have a question though. So with five kids, can you guys like walk us through what did the logistics of your life look like? Like, uh, how asked, do you... Um, I grilled Taryn when we were in Puerto Rico about your morning routine. Yeah. Yes. I was just like, like, tell me, like, what is me the morning routine? 
like carpool? How does that work? Because they're yeah. all in sports too, or most of them are in sports yeah. and have activities. Like, how do you live your life? It's a mess. Most time, it's a calculated mess. It is. Yeah. Right. This part is. So we, I mean, morning is morning's relatively. We so uh, one thing for us is that we like to keep the morning very calm because mm-hmm. I feel like before we have our kids go out into this world, that we want to give them one confidence to be able to take on whatever the day brings, right. and then a sense of peace. So like we get up. Rick has actually been working out. Like, so I work out three days a week. He works. Oh my gosh, he's flexing his muscles right now. Like, oh, but oh, cameras on. They know. <laughs> so he wakes up early. They're gonna be like, "Wow, Rick is days. so buff." Yes, he's trying to act so buff now. I'm like, works out one time. Like, yeah. that's a guy. Yes, yeah. but legitimately, we stagger our days of working out, and so we both work out before our kids are going, and then we. What time? So he works out at 6 a.m. We, yeah, we both work out at 5.45. Yeah. So we both work work out early because I feel like for me, it gives me more energy to take on the day. You I need hate that. working out in the morning, but it's <laughs> yeah. yeah. the only way to get it done. It's the only yeah. way. He's yeah. actually not a morning person. At all. So You're a night owl. You told yeah. me that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I'm a morning person. So I feel like that's key is like we get them up. What's nice about having older kids is that we try to make it where they get them on, their own selves dressed and ready to go in the morning. Yeah. So nice. But the big thing for us that we also like to always say is because we never want our older the older siblings to feel like their younger siblings are an obligation or a chore so we take on a lot of that weight like people often ask me like does cameron watch the kids a lot and really he doesn't for real um if we like are in a bind like hey i have to go to the store or something like that but he went we he's not our like built-in babysitter because we want him to be able to have a connection with his siblings that is separate from a work that's really sweet. That's really intentional. Man, I'm glad that you told me that because if I have four kids, I'd probably I probably would have made them do all the work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that's something that we're very intentional. So they don't really like, get their older, younger siblings dressed. But I feel like I'm downstairs in the kitchen most of the time. Rick is doing like all the like, hey, let's Teeth get you like clothes, the logistics, right. and then I'm making lunches, getting them out, doing the final checks on their bag, and then Rick does a lot of the driving of the carpool, mm-hmm. and then I will be like with CC in our cash that's not in school like the logistics and then i typically will start my work day he's starting his work day and then right now we're remodeling the house so i feel like that's That's he's a whole project manager for that right now oh so you're managing that too Oh my gosh. Yeah, you have to. You have to. I mean, I feel like I know more about construction than I ever wanted (laughs) to in my entire life. Like, literally. Yeah. So, and then before you know, I feel like you blink and it's time for school pickups. Yeah. So, you know, but a big thing for me too is I color court, um, like, code our planner. Mm. And every kid in person in the family has a color. So that way we all understand. And we have a big giant calendar board too that we, everybody's responsible for knowing and looking at where they need to go for that week. Wow. We're even starting Cyrus. Like Cyrus, mm-hmm. you have responsibilities. You have your wow. soccer. Wait, I have football. Yes, yes you, you have football. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so everybody's responsible for that. And then Rick and I have like weekly check-ins before the week starts to make sure that we're, we are in sync about everything that happens that week. Yeah. Because you have to, there's so many kids. So you guys like have weekly family yeah, we meetings. Call it our family, have we call it our family business meeting. And it's like where we talk about operations of our, our life and so I've been trying to get her on this train you have to though because the reason why is like I'm the type where when I want to talk about something Rick may not want to talk about something and it was causing friction in our marriage she yep. want to talk about it like during the game yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no I, truly it's not good for me right that's now. what's been most interesting to me about like marriage with kids is like you can't just like oh let's talk about it now it's like 
there are times like you have to learn discernment of, Hey, it's not a good time yeah, to bring this well. up to Danny. You have to kind of like find your spots and, and for her too. But that weekly meeting, a lot of, uh, the coaches that like I follow, like Jefferson Bethke, I talk about him a lot. He is like a huge proponent of these like weekly yes. family meetings just to the, keep the spouses like in sync with one another. And on the other side of that, like she was feeling like I have to find the right spot to be able to talk to you. It's not during the game. It's yep. not first thing in the morning. Yeah. It's, so then me. it's like, okay, it's hey, on Sundays at six, this is what we do. Right. Yeah. We talk about calendar. We talk about finances. We talk about what's working and what's not working. And you come to each other respectfully. It's not like your nag session of like, yeah. you aren't doing this right, but it's, coming together so we can like work on our family operations. Is it a set agenda? Like yeah. like a structured templated? Yep. It is a structured. And wow. So we call it a family business meeting. We learned it at church mm-hmm. years ago in counseling. And ever since we've been doing it and it has been a game changer for us because managing operations and we only had three kids, I think at the time okay. and it's hard. And you could be, and you could also become passing chips where it's just like, all right, you're going here, you're going here. And so we try to like leave the defenses at the door at that meeting so we can be able to talk and get stuff done. What about date nights? Do you have like a scheduled date night? That is, we don't have a schedule, but it is required that we do date nights because once a week, we cannot do it once a week. (laughs) 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 Logistically, nobody wants to appreciate that honesty though. Yeah. Yeah. Like logistically, nobody's watching five. Can you take my five kids every week? Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. Like, but we yeah. try to, I would say we do it twice a month. Yeah. We do but it But also, a month. like, working together in this industry, I feel like, you know, we kind of have built-in date yes. days, yes. nights, yes. every day. Yes. You know, and that's what's, I think that's one of the benefits of working together in this industry is it's been the most fun. It can be fun to work together, too. It yeah. can be hard yeah. and it can be frustrating. But, like, when you do finally figure out your flow, like, the days that we're not working together, I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. You, you know? During COVID, like everyone was like, like, oh my gosh, I see my spouse all the time. And I was like, oh, this is like a Tuesday. Yeah. For me. <laughs> I always see my spouse. Yeah. Like, was that like, a hard transition when you guys did start working together? Uh, it's had yeah. its challenges. Yeah. It's had its challenges. Yeah. I would say yeah. just because honestly, though, because Rick, Rick works on the back end of the business. I don't see him a ton, like yeah, especially now too with this house stuff happening. He's always at the new house, like working on that. But I feel like he's in his spot and I'm in my spot and I talk to him about like the boring part of the business, yeah. mm-hmm. but he's not like necessarily like a creative. So he's not like sitting there, like helping me think of ideas. So it does kind of give us some separation yeah. and because we have so many kids before you know it and we don't have a nanny every day. Yeah. So before you know it, like he's no, like, tag you're in, hey. go be with CC. You know what I mean? Like we divide and conquer. Yeah. So it's kind of nice because it makes it where we're not like on top of each other. Um, with Did you struggle with like uh, a lot of, I feel like Instagram husbands struggled with this where it's like when you started working together, you left your job, which was like provisional. Did you struggle with ego at all? Like transitioning on? <laughs> She's smiling. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. So I'm just curious. You know, I don't, I wouldn't say I, I struggle with that piece. I think I struggle with the fact like her work schedule and the way she works and the way her mind works is like yep. she always, there's no off. Right. You know what I mean? And so that was the biggest piece. It's like, okay, you used to eight o'clock, five o'clock, I'm done. Uh, Let's work on this at six or seven or eight. And so that piece of, hey, I could be on at any moment. I think that's what I struggle with. Did you guys establish like rules to kind of like mitigate some of that stuff or is it still kind of all? (laughs) We probably should. Because like what will happen typically, what happened last week is like he'll like come up to me and like hug me, but I'm like, 
a mad woman typing on my computer and he wants to like me to turn off my brain, but like I can hug you right now, but I'm still going to be thinking about the work that I have to do. So true. So true. And so, feel that. you know, I know that that's not necessarily right. Right. You know what I mean? But sometimes it's maybe like setting boundaries saying like after five and if he does that after five then it's like, okay, Danny, like yes. this is time for family. The, yes. But it's like, I think Jordan to like your point, I feel like sometimes Jordan has to understand like, if it's 12 o'clock, like I'm in the mode and yes. like, I'm not, I'm like, I'm working. And yes. so if we had tr like traditional jobs, you wouldn't be able to just come and hug me in the middle of the <laughs> yeah. day, you what? know, that would Rick be like, try to, but yes, <laughs> so true, you know? And so I think like just having those little boundaries or, um, we try really hard, like on the weekends to not work, right. but sometimes it's like fun. So we're yes. just like posting stories cause it's fun and we're just going for it. But I feel like we prioritize things on the weekends and prioritize each other after five and our family after five, which yeah. is like, which has helped. But I feel I like know. on the weekends, I don't feel like I do really Well, sometimes work. a quickie in the week. <laughs> oh my God. Dude, I'm like honestly so with you. Like, I'm so hey, with you, know you on that. Seriously? Wait, does that, does that happen? Cause like I, I fight for those all the time. <laughs> I will say, I will say, there, hey, there's, I, there's, I, there's I know we attempts. have, yeah, there's been. I'm saying there's numerous like, attempts. No way, yeah. 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 But like for us, I don't know how many people are in y'all's house, saying, house like, all the time. I literally like that, that action tried to happen and I'm like, our nanny is about to walk in here. Like, what do you want to do? I, and I'm like, and I'm like, she'll understand. I'm like, hey babe, like, um, I'm I'm gonna work out in seven minutes, or like, our assistant's gonna be here in six minutes. Oh, we got time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah for for me, minutes. for me, it's kind of like part of the fun. It's like, oh, can we can't we? get caught. <laughs> can we? Can't we? I don't know. Let's work it out. That, seriously, gosh. I honestly don't even like that we did this because I feel like it's validating his. Yeah. <laughs> Like we'll text later, <laughs> share stories. Yeah. You know what's funny though? When I did the Q and A of like what questions to ask y'all, first of all, people are obsessed with you. Literally True. every single answer was like, oh my gosh, I love them. They're my favorite to follow. Like I was like, I know y'all do, but like, what are the questions? Yeah. <laughs> like I get some questions. Um, but one of the biggest questions was how y'all keep your marriage spicy. I mean, I don't know if people, <laughs> Do you guys know this man? Like this man is just like, so he's a machine. <laughs> he's just very, Rick is very carefree. Like he, mm -hmm. he is Instagram nine, which is like the peacemaker. Yeah. He, my dad. Yeah. Like he, uh, why do you guys know this thing? He, yeah. he's, I, he didn't want to take it, but I'm like, you're taking the test. That is part Are of Instagram nine. I'm a three. Okay. That's and so, so yes. And so he just loves to love. He's Aww. very affectionate. He's very spicy and yeah. You know what I mean? Like he he's not a complainer. Yeah. So like I think it's kind of hard to not keep the magic happening. I'm irresistible. Did you guys hear that voice? Yeah. So yeah. like when I met Rick, he was doing like nighttime radio at our college. No that is great. And so ever since then he tries to like sometimes sneak in that like radio no. voice and I'm like, no. please stop. <laughs> Trying to get the midday. I'm dead. I didn't know that you were on the radio. Yeah, yeah. It was like, it was like 1 a.m. to like yeah, 4 a.m. like not prime hours. Wait, can you give us a little, like, like what would you introduce? This is Midnight Love with Rick on WIDR 89.9. <laughs> and the show was Midnight Love. Yeah, this guy's a machine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what about, like, uh, so you're an Enneagram 9. So I went to, um, Which I see is like the a. the peacemaker, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. the peacemaker. They're I chill. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very chill, very easygoing. I went to, um, I was telling Danny, I went to a therapy session mm -hmm. 
two weeks ago. I have this guy Chandler. He's the best. <laughs> but um, he's like, I'll give you the number. Yeah. yeah. You know what he told me? He told me that um, I needed to focus on having more friends. And I'm not a big friend guy. Like I like my kids. I like I like doing things on my own. Do you have friends? I Adult have friends? friends. He's the same make, way though. Yeah. You're the same way. Like if you don't you feel like if you put a night out with your family or your friends on the table, what yeah. are you gonna choose? I'm gonna pick my family. Yeah. Same. Like that's a, yeah, that's what I, I there, for example, there was um there was like a, a night where cause we have like a friend group where like all the girls will hang out and then all the guys will go hang out. And there was a night where all the girls got together. We went to dinner, and then all the guys, all the husbands, went to dinner. You're like, let's go! And you're like, I went to like, I went to see a movie by myself. <laughs> you went to see right. a movie by himself, and I'm like, I'm like, babe, this is just like a this is a kind of like a one time thing where yes. like they all get together. So I'm kind of like, this is the time if you're gonna go, like make an effort. Yes, you know? they all do a Bible study together each week. They do these like meetups. It's not them. It's me. I just like no, in, in society's trying to push me to have all these guy friends. <laughs> Did you say that to you though? Yeah, I, I'm 100%. Like, people are calling Rick. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Same with Jordan. No, and keep, like, me, keep the, I would be offended if I'm not in the group. And text. he would be. He yeah. really would be. Like, yeah. Kick me out the group. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like I'm active in it, but I don't. When it comes He's down to the doing the thing, yeah. I'm like, no, I'd much rather do this. No, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. What are your hobbies? Video games. What do you oh, play? What, what do you play? Uh, Xbox. I play Madden, Call of Duty, yeah. Warzone. Sweet, we gotta play. <laughs> he likes reading books. Yeah. Oh, what do you read? So right now I've gone through. Well, I don't have time to sit and read, so I'm doing a bunch of audio books. Same. Everything. That's, what speed? Tom Clancy. Do you everything. do like expedited speed on your audio book? Oh no, I have one. I do. Oh one. man, you gotta crank it. <laughs> no, don't. Your brain will. Explode. I'm at two and a half. Yeah. Two and a half. Your How brain, do you intake it? You you, can't. you you just if it's it, if it's like. fiction, I won't do two and a half because you can't enjoy it. Yeah. But if it's like like self help or anything like that, I mean, I'm cranking through four books a day. But or, I'm sorry, a week, does, a week, a week, a week, a week. He only reads. I did 18 books this summer, and I was like, Whoa. that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, he only does self help though, so he's kind of like mm. listening to take like the tidbits and then like yeah. apply them in his life. Because most of, most I'm of those, getting, I'm just getting entertained. <laughs> <laughs> See, if, if I read a book, it's going to be a self help. See, yeah. yeah, like I don't like I know that the world is all, especially influencers are all into the yeah. Colleen Hoover. Colleen Hoover, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna. It's a. It's a. I'm telling you, Terry. Just to start cranking it up. Your brain will catch up. Yeah, like you gotta train I, it. I'm actually the person where, like, sometimes I could be in the car and, like, I will do a podcast or a podcast, or yeah. I just like will sit in silence with my thoughts. I'm really weird. See well, what's so interesting about that? Noise. Because we're both threes, and so like I can get in the mode of like doing a lot of self help, but it almost like gives me more anxiety, anxiety. Yeah. when I start learning too much because I, I take it so and apply things. it, and you want to apply it. I and take you're it like, so extreme, and yeah. like I can't focus on anything else, and I become like obsessed. I have like a very obsessive personality like that, so I feel like when I read now I do like a lot of personal stuff and it's like a moment for me to relax what does Tom Clancy write he's all like uh, he's like spy, spy action, oh, cool. Red October that's that what I like yeah. I like the the thrillers murder yeah. mystery I'm yeah. like somebody's getting locked in the basement type of thing <laughs> like do you get mad when he plays video games no because he does it in moderation yeah mm -hmm. because I mean our schedules just simply won't allow like our kids sports are insane we happen to have our 15 year old that had to be good in a sport. Yeah. So like his stuff is just next level, you know? And so it makes me angry that they get to play video games more than me though. <laughs> like yeah, I was going to ask, I, like, I want to be doing that. Yeah. Do you, do this. you bond with your boys? Like playing oh, video? 100%. See, I, 100%. me and Stratton are going to so bond. Dude, yeah. We will have Fortnite on every TV in the house. 
and we'll be like that is so fun but that kind of irritates me at the same time because like instantly that (laughs) automatically makes it where i'm not cool like how do i compete with that right like you have Fortnite like happening but wait till cc grows up yeah Yeah. i mean you're gonna have american (laughs) girl you're gonna have so much so like my boys just don't think i'm cool like my boys think i'm cringy and i'm like like i had cameron at 20 like i should be a cool mom and he doesn't think i'm cool Wait, that's a really actually interesting question. Do you ever feel, because you have so many boys, do you ever feel left out? Yes, 1,000%. Really? Because he's like the cool dad, like doing all this cool stuff that I'm like, then I come in like trying to like dance and they're like, mom, stop, you're cringy. You know (laughs) what I mean? That's hard. I get that. That was so cute, the story that you posted yesterday. Yeah, like. About Cam Cam shaving. Yeah, like Cameron's getting like facial hair. And I was like, I have more chin hair than that. (laughs) (laughs) I was dying laughing. I thought that was so funny. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I mean, he's always stroking it. Yeah. And it's like two strings. It's like two. It's like, like, man, I'm a man. And like, now that like he made it on varsity, like as a 10th grader, like you can't tell him anything at this point. Wow. As a 10th grader. Yeah. Wow. Good for him. He just feels like he's he's on top of the world right now. Yes. That's another thing I was going to ask y'all. So, you know, they obviously see your marriage, which is like, probably the biggest influence in their lives, like how you guys live your life, how you work together, how you work individually. How do you keep your boys like so, I mean, of course they're kids. So like kids are kids, but like just good kids, wholesome kids. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, You know, kids with manners. I feel like nowadays that's gotta be tougher because it's like if mom's not cool, how, why, how are they listening? Yeah. I mean, it's something, I think we work through it. We talk through it a lot. Integrity, that's a big thing that we yes. talk about quite often. Um, and just being intentional, what you expose your kids to, who you allow your kids to be around because everybody's morals. We say a lot like, no, that works for them and their family. Mm. But in the Newton family, this is what we go by. Mm. You know what I mean? And so it's just not missing the moments to have those like intentional moments. You know, so-and-so is a, and that's cool. And that's fine for them. But this is how we're going to do it over here. Yeah. Like like it's our choice. Like our third grader, well, he's in fourth grade now, but at the time in third grade, he was like requesting an Apple Watch. You don't need Apple Watch. And he was like, everybody in my class has an Apple Watch. Well, in our house, that's not what's happening. So I feel like for us, like, I think that integrity for me is like the biggest thing that somebody have, you know what I mean? Like integrity. And so that's what we model for our kids. Like Mm -hmm. what happens behind closed doors when nobody's watching is those big moments that really define who you are. That's so good. What's the social media policy like with your kids? It's hard. Oh, it's so looming. So You know, and it's also kind of hard because I feel like there's not a ton of influencers with older kids because you guys are all younger. You know, you guys are so fascinating to me because it's like it's going to be our future. Yeah. And like I it's I can't imagine like kind of you're the trailblazer. Yeah. Like I want to go like search somebody's page and get like, what did they do? You know, and I, of course I could like go to like some parenting, but no, you're kind of the first, like the first of your time. So how we've navigated it and it will change probably for every kid. Mm -hmm. So we look at our son that he, our oldest son is kind of more reserved, more shy. I've talked to you guys about Cameron. And so we've been really wanting to have him get more social, right? Because we always say like, you can't live in isolation, you know? And so what we decided is in this world, Snapchat was something that was a major no for us. Yeah. Like it's just not doing it. You guys know all the reasons. I don't need to list all the reasons of Snapchat. So he did a PowerPoint presentation of why he wanted Snapchat. Unprompted. I was like, oh, Oh, we're doing this. What a boss. Yes. And so it was still a no, but we will consider it. The thing about us is we're never from a place of no without giving explanation. I feel like that's our generation. That's how it was. It was like, no, without anything. Yeah. 
But you don't really mow the kid and help the kid understand if you just come from a place of no with nothing mm. else. So we always talk through everything. We talk about risk. We talk about why we're saying no, why we're considering it. Mm. And so for us, we ultimately, I would say after a year, decided mm. to do Snapchat for him. Yeah, when but, he was how old? So he just got Snapchat okay. this summer. Yeah, this past summer. Mm. Yeah, and so going into 10th grade year. Mm-hmm. But... The reason why is because a kid that is was not super social, that's how they're social. They don't text anymore. They don't text. That's how they communicate. They take their phone calls on Snapchat. Wow. They, I've heard that. Everything is through Snapchat, which is also kind of scary at the same time. But Rick set, set up his page, which I, people always ask me how the you set up. Yeah. So yeah. how did you do that? Um, this is good advice. Yeah, yeah so they've got really a parental good. control unit on there where you can go in, you can make it to where they can't share their location. You can mm. see who they're snapping. You can see the frequency of it, that type of deal. Mm. Um, like it streams I, to your account, essentially? It, it doesn't stream. Uh, what it does, though, like I can log into mine and then I can see mm. what he's doing. I won't see got the it. actual message, mm-hmm. but it's like, oh, you've been texting or snapping Claudia, Claudia you know, yeah. 58 times. Hey, you probably need <laughs> yeah, to chill. Yeah, like, yeah. What are y'all? All right, let's look. Right. At it. And then also, I mean, you're a child. The phone belongs to us. We allow you to use it. Mm-hmm. I will go through your phone. I will look at everything. It's not scheduled. Hey, hand me your phone. Let's see yeah. what's going on. Yeah. So that's yeah. was number one. That's awesome. And awesome. another thing is for we have a time limit on how long he can snap. Mm-hmm. And then he checks his phone in at, at nighttime. Like the phone's yeah. not going upstairs because I feel like after dark or... always yeah. gets kind of crazy on social media. So he checks his phone in with us. But, you know, that may change. He does not have mm-hmm. TikTok. Um, mm-hmm. He has Twitter for football and recruitment purposes because I guess they don't you don't send film anymore right like you get recruited through like Twitter so he has a Twitter account Mm -hmm. and then he has an Instagram page that I manage for football and basketball purposes yeah like his highlight reels and all that is that how a lot of kids are kind of getting their their stuff just prepare for this like I remember at midnight one night I was like learning about this and I went on a (laughs) rabbit hole and I was like Rick Oh my we gosh. We have to get this figured this, he was, out. I, he yes. was like going into like eighth grade year and I was like, oh my gosh, kids are getting recruited by Instagram. He doesn't have an Instagram page. Da, 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 da. So basically now you get recruited by how like your Instagram page and you're like not based on followers. No, not followers. No. So they'll put like, they're, you'll put your highlights. Their highlights. On there. Really? Right. Oh, and, and that's so how recruiters recruiter are finding so it. And so it's like, all right, I'm in Washington. I might not make it to a yeah. Texas game, but I've seen this. Maybe it right, went let viral. Let me see more. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yes. So, wow. Yeah. So it's, it's a different ball game. So Twitter and Instagram are something like that. We had to kind of add just for, yeah, he expressed that he wants to play college ball. So cool. since he's off TikTok, and I'm assuming most of his friends are on TikTok, does he have a better perspective of how it's like, is he like, like mom, dad, like TikTok's ruining kids' lives. Like, w- what is his perspective on TikTok being yeah. kind of outside of that addiction? Yeah, he. I think he says that some girls are. He says kind of thirsty on TikTok. Mm. That's what uh, he says. And that's what's so hard is like, and because they're kids, they don't realize it's going to follow them forever. Yes. And mm-hmm. like we didn't have that. And same thing with even like getting into college. You know, going through a sorority or get, getting into a club, whatever. Yes. Like we didn't have Instagram. Yeah, yeah, we had Facebook. You made that private, and like, we're yeah. good. We're good. Yeah. yeah. But like now, you have everything out there, and it lives forever, and it's just so it's so different. Yeah, and we tell him that anything that you put out there in the internet can be for anybody to find, and so he knows that too, just from the nature of my job. And so I think, but what is kind of interesting, our perspective is that seeing his mom be on social media gives him a little bit different of a perspective. Yeah. Really? So I don't feel like he like glamorizes social media 
Does that make sense? No, totally. He sees it as like for what it is because he's seen the backseat. Yeah, behind the scenes. He knows it can be a a, a business, so he probably respects it for what it is. And um, and he probably can see through things that it's not. It's not too. And he sees how people hurt me from it. Yeah. You know, so he sees the bad side of it. So I think he kind of has also had his own discernment for it. But Snapchat was one that we did finally reluctantly. Yeah, th- that yeah, was our. Good. I would say that was our biggest moment for that parenting. Was, hey, the yeah. PowerPoint presentation yes. probably would have gotten yeah, that's, me. That like if, sold you, me. if you took the effort to do that, and like you're gonna walk and and it's kind of all those things for me. I would say, you know what, I'm gonna trust you with it. But the one time you mess up, yeah, it's Boom. gone. And that's where it's, it's at. gone. It's and like, like there's and no do over. I want you to have this freedom. I want you to, be able to talk to your friends. I want you to stay up to date and like use it for the good things that it can provide. Because I'm sure it's great. They can communicate, yes. hang out, whatever. But that one time, yes, over forever. It's like you were right there. I'm that's like, exactly, that's exactly what we're saying. And it, you know, but we also ultimately trust him. Like he's never done anything for us. And that's yeah, where course. I said every child will be different because you yeah. know, maybe what we do for Calvin may look different based on Calvin's Ooh, personality. Cyrus? And Cyrus, <laughs> yeah. And so, so yeah. So we took it by a camera. He's an awesome kid. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, he gets great grades. He's and never really thing. been in trouble. It's like so. sometimes it's not even like it's like you just want to protect them. You want to protect them. them. Yes. One thousand Because you can't unsee things. Do you guys think that um so like let's say like we were the first generation that didn't have social media and then had it. And then you got Gen Z that like now grew up with it essentially. Do you guys think it'll be kind of like smoking where it was like, Oh, you can smoke on airplanes. You can do all this. But then like, like the next generation, generation alpha or whatever, will kind of be like, uh, I think I don't really like what it did to them. So we're going to like, we're going to like self govern and tone it down. Like, do you see it like continuing to roll? Because I feel like, and I've told Danny this, like, I, I think that people, even our audiences, right, are starting to understand what it's doing to their contentment, like doing yes. to their mental health. And I feel like they're starting to kind of like pull back, pull back a little bit. And so I, I just feel like everything kind of works itself out. Do y'all see Generation Alpha being more addicted or less addicted? I think less. I think less. I think less yeah. too. Well, I think less. That's crazy. Yeah. Because I mean, Cameron doesn't, you know, he doesn't, he's not pressing us for TikTok. Like that was never a thing. Mm-hmm. And he's never, and truly he's just texting his people on yeah. Snapchat. So he's not like, oh my gosh, can you please get me on TikTok? I want to, yeah. like, he's not trying to do that. You know? Yeah. So I think, I don't think he's and even he just dance a lot either. Yeah. He doesn't really desire uh, that. So I think it could go that direction. That's so interesting. So I do, um, I have one more question about parenting and then I want to talk more about like y'all's business. Dreamland Baby Co. is the official sponsor for today's episode. Go to dreamlandbabyco.com and enter code Danny at checkout to save 20% off site-wide and free shipping. I love sharing tips and lessons that I've learned as a mother. And let me tell you something, Dreamland Baby Co. Like I honestly don't, know how Stella we mainly discovered it was Stella like how he would have gotten through the night without yeah without him Stratton loves it too though Stratton loves but it that too, guy but loves his sleep but Stella we were like figuring it out we're all just trying our best to make our kids lives and our lives as parents easier and better finding dreamland baby is one of those tips that I just have to share with y'all their sleep sack has really been a game changer for both Stella and Stratton the evenly distributed weight sleep sack allows for a deeper sleep it's easy to use with a two-way zipper that allows for fuss-free diaper changes and quality materials that maintain wash after wash I can't even tell y'all how many times these sleep sacks have been in the washer and they still look and feel brand new it's a brand you can trust and I love the origin story of how a mama created the brand out of her own desperation when her six-month-old wouldn't sleep. I feel like so many of us relate to that. 
You may have even heard of Dreamland originally on Shark Tank, where the founder pitched and secured an amazing deal with shark Lori Greener. Yeah, Lori. She's the best, <laughs> honestly. She's probably one of my faves. The brand has been featured in Forbes and also retails at easy-to-shop places like Target and, of course, my absolute favorite, Nordstrom. <laughs> Head over to dreamlandbabyco.com and enter code Danny at checkout to receive 20% off site-wide plus free shipping. This code is for new and existing customers. Whether you are a parent yourself or have a parent in your life, this is the time to take advantage of this incredible offer. Also, could be the best Christmas gift. <gasps> Good call. Because like you're Good not call. just giving, it's a gift that keeps on giving. And like what's more valuable than, than, sleep. than sleep? Really nothing. I've learned that the hard way. But now I sleep like 11 hours. <laughs> True. Do you have any family traditions? Because we're trying question. to figure out Great family question. traditions and coming from Michigan. I mean, our families are here in Dallas, but just because we're newer newer parents we want to have those family traditions that our kids can always like rely on and come back to and we're still kind of figuring them out do you all have something i would say family traditions slash rituals so traditions like family reunion every year like ritual would be like we sit together and have family dinner every night or something like that so traditions or rituals yeah 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 i would Hmm. say that we we sit down for dinner we don't do it every night, but yeah. we, we make sure to do it at least three times a week, which for our busy schedule with sports, that's a win for us. Totally. And um, when we don't, they'll request it. It's and like, yeah, yeah. If they like, don't, they, because they know we do it, they request it. Um, another big thing is that we always have a family game night because that's critical for us just to unplug and like be with mm-hmm. the, and our to kids. turn off the TV, you know, yes. set, set night or just kind of varies. T- yeah. Typically Sunday, yeah. Sunday. We, it may have to shift. shift it may have to shift if, if we have like a tournament, but we yeah, always do a family game night. Like that, that is something that we always do. They do. have fun. Yes. Yeah. They request very like competitive. every night they've been asking for, I'm like, we have to do our game night. Like, like we no, have it coming, but we didn't get back to it late. No, See, that's no. something that's, that's so morning. fun about having a big family. Yes. Yeah. Is like, that you can do stuff like yeah. that. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And then we always have like a time where we're always like cooking. Like we've been very intentional with cooking with the boys. Uh-huh. And at first it started to be honest, it started as like a content thing. And then it became like a thing that we regularly yeah. do with them every week. And then they look forward to it. Okay. How do you guys focus on making sure that the bonds amongst like the kids themselves like is strong? Like how do you facilitate more of like a teamwork environment amongst well, your kids? And not, not so it's like, oh, we have to lead everything, but they almost have a culture within themselves. Yeah. One thing we always tell them is that, you know, your friends will come and go, but your brothers and now sister, that's who you're going to be with. You know right. what I mean? And try to make sure that they understand the importance of family. And I'm going to choose them before I choose anybody else. So we'll revisit that when we see priorities start to shift and they start leaning because they're kids. I want to go play mm-hmm. with so-and-so around the corner and start leaning towards and or mistreating. Like, no, let's pause. Let's talk about this. Let me help you understand. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think that we always, and honestly, they do it themselves. But I also mm-hmm. think that Rick and I are very much... Like, he'll be sometimes like, maybe we should just drive separate cars because it makes sense. I'm like, no, we're going to be together. I like, I think it's. He will. <laughs> he'll be like, because sometimes logistically it makes sense. the way to come get her so we can ride, together. ride back in the car. I want to be as a family. Car. And I think that they see how much, like, we stress the importance of us being together, the kids, and then it just naturally flows with them. Like, mm-hmm. Cameron chooses to be with his siblings even at 15, and he's has this age gap with them. Yeah, so that's amazing. I think top down, it also just like seeing us connected. And that's why I think it's always important that we have our date night because if we're not in sync and if we're not like bonded, then it feeds to the kids. Yeah. Yeah. So 
you started your blog in 2015, you said? when you 2016. Was, 2016. So it's been, what, seven years? Yeah. Seven years. And I took of, a year off. I took a year off, so it's been six or seven years. So you said you got your first brand deal from, or not brand deal, but like no. opportunity, I guess. <laughs> oh, and my first brand deal was Lipton. Lipton Ice Tea. We were drinking Lipton all summer long. <laughs> I think they needed like six Instagram posts. <laughs> it was and like It nuts. was like pennies. Pen it was like yeah. pennies. But we, I called them from work and I was like, I made it. <laughs> oh my That's gosh. so funny. Yeah. So when did you realize, A, you could do this as like a career and B, like, what did you immediately sign with a manager? Whoa. Were you negotiating all your own brand deals? Like, can you kind of walk me through how it kind of started to take off? Yeah, so I would say it really did not kick off for me until 2018. Okay. So 2018, it really kind of kicked off for me. And it was when I came back and was like, I'm just going to be authentic. Like my trial ends at the time, like there was Cyrus crawling around there. It was yeah. very kind of just authentic. And I would yeah. say 2018 is when it started. 2020 is when it really got kind of nuts. Cause that's when like the yeah. movement of like amplified black voices yes, happened. Yes. Did you have a manager at the time? I signed with a management company in 2020. In 2020? Yes. Probably because you were like, I need help. There's just too much. Yes. So 2020, I signed with a management company because it was just like brand deals. I wasn't, I was trying to be a parent, still was working full time. Oh, you were still in HR? Yes. Was Rick still working yes. full time? Mm -hmm. Yes. This wasn't even that long ago. No. So, wow. and that's where it's so funny because like people will be like, oh, you guys have always been like, no, we were working our corporate jobs. Yeah. Here's the Doing thing. Doing stuff on lunch breaks. You know, yeah. <laughs> but that's also what keeps you so relatable a lot of times because sometimes, like I've been doing this for 11 years and sometimes I feel like I have a screw loose because I'm like, I don't even remember what it's like. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I started doing this when I was 19 yes. in my college dorm room. Like people that's are like, wild. are you okay? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know any different, you know? <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing about it. Like we've worked and you know the thing about it that i'm very open about is like when you have been broke as a joke like rick and i have been mm -hmm. at one point you are very cautious with the movement so like some people like jump at the idea of being an entrepreneur that mm -hmm. was not us that was not yeah, like we did not want to jump and leave our corporate jobs mm -hmm. for nothing and yeah. like not know the uncertainty that we would had be. so many kids too yeah like, scary yeah. so we stayed in our corporate like jobs as long as we possibly could so when you, when Rick came over, you started working together, were you still having, um, like what was your favorite part of working together like that? Because it's it's totally different. You probably got more freedom, but yeah. also I'm sure it can be stressful, but like what were the perks that you felt? I mean, to be honest, I would feel like the biggest perk is honestly the parenting aspect. Right? Okay. That was the biggest yeah, thing. because we, I, I know for my job, I had like a long commute. He had an, an hour commute I over. An hour commute, it was, Weekends mm. as well. He had to work was, on weekends. I was literally not being able to be at kids' games, calling, oh, hey, sucks. how'd you do? Yeah. You know, I was, it was just absent. Yeah. Yeah. And so that instantly changed it, allowed, you know, more flexibility to be able to, hey, all right, I'm going to go to your game. I'm going to be able to do this. I'll that's be able so to, cool. So that's, and then to think about Rick's personality of like with being a dad, you know, for him, it's just kind of like, it was, really taking a lot of joy out of his life. Yeah. It was taking a lot of joy out of his life, not being able to be there at the games because yeah. of work. And so I would say the biggest freedom of becoming an entrepreneur and not going in nine to five was truly just the freedom to be with our kids more. That's so cool. Cause that was the one piece that I didn't want to do. Like my, growing up, my dad worked seven days a week, like 360 days mm. a year. Wow. And he hated it, you know, yeah. but he had to do it. He had yeah. to, yeah. He would wake up, have Christmas super early in the morning, four or five mm. o'clock, so he'd go to work. And I was like, okay, I don't want to repeat that. Yeah. I'm going to be able to be present if I can change it. 
And what's so cool is like you probably live every day with so much appreciation oh, too, 100%. you know, 100%. like just so that's how, I mean, we definitely feel that way. Yeah. Um, just like you said, having the flexibility to be with your kids is everything. There's really nothing else that I would value as much as that, like time, the time, cause time is finite. And like when you have that time with your kids, like there's nothing greater. Yeah. And you just like are just so, we feel very blessed to, to yeah. have that. Um, so you signed with a manager in 2020 and did your like what what changed when you what does your manager do for you how did it change the workflow or does it kind of still look the same who are y'all signed with parker 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 okay. management yeah i would say it helped kind of do the back end for me because that's like very tedious of like contracts mm -hmm. you know the stuff that you really don't think about so we can focus yeah. more on like being with our community mm -hmm. so i would say like they helped with that at first in 2020 i would say they really i mean they still help bring me deals but like i think that now a lot of people know kind of mm -hmm. who i am so mm -hmm. i feel like often you know it's kind of a thing like hey they come to them to be intentional right but i feel like back in 2020 when you say like they were really having to do a lot more like sourcing, sourcing. of the jobs hey. and yeah, but they do a lot of back end for me and make it where I can be more present with my kids. Yeah, that's what's so crazy is like, I'm like, everybody knows who y'all are. Like, how did you just sign with manager in 2020? Yeah, I, I truly like y'all like blew up. Yeah, right. And that's why I was like, but that was kind know, of also like the wave of the mommy blogger. Yeah, right. I would say like so. like in 2018, like it got out of like on the street, you know, taking yeah. a blog photo. It's getting real. Like it was the wave of like, let's stop trying to be perfect all the time. Yes. And like, let's actually show our lives. Yes. And the people that hit it just right, like I feel like ended up like kind of growing yeah. Yeah. fast. But this actually kind of plays into, so the, these are the audience questions that I have that we wrote down <laughs> that we're gonna ask you. And this one was like probably the most asked question. Um, are you and Danny actually friends in real life? <laughs> Dude, this happens all the time. <laughs> so it, I it was this and are you, you know, we do our monthly genders. Like yeah. are you Jen Reed, Matt and Allison, uh, you know, rambling redhead Jen, like are y'all actually friends in yeah, real life? Yeah, it's like, and I'm like they think that like y'all got together for a photo op. I'm oh. like, let me just tell you something. Taryn knows way more about me than probably a lot of other people. And I know a lot about you too. You know. <laughs> okay, so the thing about it, and I think you talked about this on one of your podcasts, but like I feel like sometimes we can talk about things that sometimes we can't even talk about, like with our friends that aren't on the internet. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I have come to Danny on problems, even recently, mm -hmm. on and Jordan to mm -hmm. Rick, you know, and vice versa. I think because you guys sometimes get what's at stake and totally. you know what's going on with our life. And so 1000%, I called you on multiple instances yeah. of like, hey, what are your thoughts on this? Same with parenting though. Like whenever, like I feel like you're someone I would call whenever like Stellan and Stratton are getting older. And like, I just feel there's like this sense of peace. Like whenever I'm around like you and those girls and we genuinely are friends are probably like deeper than friends. Yeah. It almost feels like family because mm -hmm. there's a sense of peace. Cause I'm like, Oh, she just gets it. Get Even it. like y'all walking into my home. I feel sometimes pressure to like present my home in a certain way to some people, but y'all walk over. I'm like, Oh, they'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'll get there's it. a like, ping pong table cool. there. There's yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. And I don't feel like you just feel comfortable. Yes. And so like to have y'all in Dallas is, like the biggest blessing because I yeah. don't think that every city has that mm. and like I genuinely gen like we've never felt competitive with each other no we're always like rooting each other on it's like you like it's like oh Taryn's killing it she got that brand deal like I love that she's my friend like go girl like yeah like totally like root you on and I what I also like is you know I feel like sometimes 
it, people think it's like a like I'm like a tiny fish because you you're such a sumo like size amazing person that you are, and I feel like you've never made me feel like hey what you're doing is not important. Mm. You've never made me feel like small by any means like you just are the most supportive person that Mm. I feel like one of the out of our friend group Mm. and I feel like you're such a cheerleader for us and so (laughs) I don't know but you know I just think you guys hug (laughs) you know but I think that like generally I feel like two people are probably like hey you're younger than us and I feel like it doesn't really matter. I feel like we connect. Yeah. yeah. You know, like even. Oh, I don't even look at it like yeah. that anymore. I don't even like. It's so weird. It's like, I think that we both get stuff from each other. Yes. It's so mutual. Yeah. I feel no, like that's I like the it. husband culture too. Like the, Insta- like I feel closer to the Instagram husbands. He's like, he's like than- Rick, you're actually my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, listen, I don't do friends, but you can, you want to be yeah. best friends or what? Uh, no, but I feel like there's just so many nuances to what we do yeah. that it's, it's really kind of like a good community within the husbands too, because it's like, Hey, like you get, uh, you know, they're struggling with this. And it's like, man, totally get it. It's, yeah. In similar stages, of life similar stages of business it doesn't matter like the, it's just we're all going through this very similar yeah. situation yeah we just saw the beverlands like at this wedding and you know i was looking at them and i i just go guys we've seen some stuff together i was like we've yeah. lived life together like because we've been friends with wow. them for eight years and i knew that the, i knew laura and marky before i was married to jordan wow. wow the the best part of our industry is like we probably won't see i mean we probably won't see you guys for another six months i hope yeah. we do but like no, not what, six months but yeah. when we yeah. but when we see each other it's, it's like right instant yeah, yeah like 100%. let's pick right back up yeah. like i feel like i know you we follow each other it's it's, it's just a mutual respect it's a very interesting but strong community i would say mm-hmm. i agree um, the next question is, let's see. Oh, what is your favorite uh, brand deal bin? Lipton iced tea. <laughs> Lipton iced tea. <laughs> That's the first. You never, like, you never forget your first. Um, well, do you have a favorite? Do you know my brand deals? Yes. So you know Rick friend? doesn't manage like any of that. So like, yeah. if I'm posting like something for a brand deal, I'd be like, hey, I have to post this partnership. He's like, oh, okay, I didn't know that. Like, he doesn't, so he's-, he's posting the competitor yeah, at the same so, time by accident. <laughs> like, he doesn't know, like, any of it. Yes, yeah, logistically, yeah. yes. Legitimately, yes. is really good. Like, oh, yes. So there has been moments where I'm like, you legitimately cannot wear this, Rick, when I'm, like, talking yeah. about this, yeah. or whatever yeah. the case may be. He's like, he's, oh. he doesn't know, like, my roster of, like, my brand yeah. deals or anything like that. I would probably say, like, just opportunities in general to, like, go and experience different mm-hmm. places with our yeah. kids. Like, yes. we had a brand deal where we got to like go mm-hmm. on a ski resort. That's what, yeah, that's what and I was with. oh that's yeah, where favorite. was that again? Um, Colorado. Colorado. Yeah, and I would say like we partnered with Vail Resort. And I, I love Vail. Yeah, that started a new tradition. Yes, that that's every, a tradition. We do our ski trip every, every year. And December. was that your first time skiing? Right? Um, no, no I've oh. always skied. You I was a part of a ski trip. So this one, your little babies were skiing. Yes, mind you, I didn't even know she. So this is how we're so. This is how we're so opposite. He's never he skied one time. One time, senior trip. Yes, senior trip. In so jeans, they put like, they yeah. took a whole bunch of That's like city so of Detroit went to the on slopes. a ski trip. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're out. We're we get there right, so we're going to ski. Oh, we're going to Vail. It's gonna be great. Okay, I'm like, okay, we're gonna struggle together. Yeah, we get out there. She's. Oh yeah, I used to like be in a blacks. ski club. What? Like going down blacks. Yeah, so I'm actually funny. a really good skier to be honest. I'm a ski are you ski are you blues trip. blues or blacks? So I could totally do more. But I don't like the uh, the fear of being scared. Yeah, same. Skiing. Yeah, same. So that's how I am. Like I, every time I start, we always do a refresher class, and I we I always do the yeah. group that Rick's in because I want us to ski together, and always never. 
never fails. Every year, they try team, to move her They away. move me up. They move, and they're like, uh, and I'm like, look, dude, you're, you're I will like quit East? this class no, right I, now. Yeah. And then, so one time, like, I'm like on this like blue or something, and like Rick sends me a picture of them like moving their skis like it's through just, the snow. Yeah, it just got me wiggling my feet. I said, Taryn, they're like if pizza this pie, progress, yeah. French fry, pizza I'm like, pie. If this does not progress quickly. I'm out. And then he's <laughs> always so struggling where that he ends up. Every time this instructor wants to be with him, and they literally go on the lift together, he's giving him lessons. Like, yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, Cameron's doing blacks. Yeah. <laughs> he's so, like, he's like, hey, yes, take this fireball shot. Are also like a big tradition for us. Like we do that every, every year, December. and it's the boys' favorite trips. Like yeah. if you were to tell them anywhere that they could go, they're gonna say a ski trip. That's mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah. We love Vale too. Yeah, we love it. Um, that's good. I love that. We should we should do that with our kids. Yeah. Because Jordan's an amazing skier. I, l- yeah. I love, I really love skiing. It's so good. Um, we should go, Rick. We need to go skiing. I know. Why haven't we been? Let's we need go. to go. We need to go. <laughs> Wait, like, where are you really at? Are you greens at least? Is that the first one? Yeah. Yeah, that's... that's okay, you can do greens. Yeah. Just you not steep. Do. It's not steep hills like blues. I could blues. probably he, do... He, no, you could do... We did... No, we did blue last time. Oh, yeah, that's right. We were doing blues. And I don't mind falling. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. So, he, no, he did. We were doing blues. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Um, the next question people want to know is, how is the building process and what's the story uh, behind moving? Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, I get like a twitch whenever hurry we Hurry up and like, wait. Hurry yeah. up and wait. Hurry yeah. up and wait. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, honestly, we when we started our, we started almost a year now. Mm-hmm. on And so we bought a house, completely gutted it and remodeled it. Okay. Um, because we wanted land. And so yeah. with all those kids, it's better to have land. Yeah, we yeah. want it land and it's fun. I, I will say like nobody ever says a remodel or any type of build, any home improvement is fun. No. So we're pushing through. Yeah. Yeah. I've like I've wanted to sumo slam him a lot sometimes <laughs> of this because <laughs> because I'm gonna use that. communication is key. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like I have a design look. Yeah. And so he'll walk through on another side of it. Yeah. And, and <laughs> It's just a whole thing. It's uh, the rebuild is going good. We're almost at the tail end of it. It's just been a process. Yes, and it's, been, it has and it's tested been us. A process. It's been. It's been. I think we'll come. That's up what they it. say. I mean, it it's looks like it's like from it's, what I've seen. Interior designers are really like marriage counselors. Yeah, one hundred percent for sure. Yeah, 100%. they really are. I just get. I gave up on everything. I just like I pool. I was like. Mm. You it was decide. So funny, like because we yeah. were looking at pillows, like our swatches for. Um, our outdoor, like we have a small little, yeah, like sofa out there. We were gonna get some like custom custom pillows made, and they brought over all these colors, and we're looking at them. I'm like, you know, I really like any of them, like any of them. And Jordan's like, well, I like this one, blue and green. I'm like, well, I like I any of them. Just I don't that. like that yeah. one. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. He goes, <laughs> he goes okay, I'm, I'm gonna leave the room. Yeah, not the hill I'm yeah. gonna die on. So, you know, I like. Luckily all of for stuff. me, when yeah. it comes to the look of things, I really he doesn't care. But then she'll the, give me options. She'll, I'll give it like if like, I'm torn like between this, something. Or do you like this? And then yeah. I'll say, okay, I like this. If it's you, tell me where I want the speakers. I'm picking that all day. Yeah, you yeah. Tell me where we need TVs at. Ethernet cables, that's me, how it looks. Uh, so then it, it has caused some problems when he goes to the house more and he doesn't know necessarily because I designed it with our interior designer. Yeah. So then when there's an issue of something like CC's towels wrong, he's not going to know that it's wrong. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Totally. So I'm like, you got to know, you got to print out these papers and know this. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm, so I'm walking in with my binder. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, well, the wife said that (laughs) this Pantone color is wrong. Like, is this right? (laughs) But on the flip side of that, you go in the other in the playroom. They had the TVs mounted on the wrong side of the wall. 
I knew. I would have never done that. She said, "Oh, they were." Yeah. Hey, hey, you're a team. Hey, there we go. Teamwork. Teamwork. That's like us, except for Jordan had the TV mounted in that room, like almost to the ceiling. Oh, that is like a pet peeve. Rick will literally do that with TVs and pictures. I'm like, who is literally looking at a picture up here? He was like, well, it's at my height level. Well, I'm at five, three and a half. Yeah, how tall are you? Oh, you did say the half. So that's good that you acknowledge that. I only did it because it's being recorded. The truth truth behind that TV story is, I never told you this, the contractors came over and they were like, where do you want us to hang out? And I literally just go, just do what you think looks good. And then I left the room and they hung it like near the ceiling and I go, ah, that's a little high. I come home, I'm like, Jordan? Yes. <laughs> that's <laughs> literally what we seriously. Um two more questions. <clears throat> One, people wanted to know more of your story like the story of like how y'all separated for a little bit. You don't oh, have yeah. to go into it if you don't want to. No, I mean, we're kind of open about it yeah. because I mean, it, it molded us. I always say that we do not have like the fairy tale story and, but it kind of has molded us to where we are now that I feel we're like kind we, of living a fairy tale. Now. We, yeah. Like it was such a hot mess how we started. Yeah. It was college, um, off again, on again, being irresponsible. Me like, oh, okay, we're in an argument. Like, all right, well, well you're in this college. girl over here, you know, I'm gonna go talk to her and mm-hmm. then, you know, just not really growing up in the time frame that needed to happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we had Cameron. So we were dating and then we got pregnant with Cameron and then we like attempted to try to like make a family make happen, a family. right? Like it. we were like okay, even though like our foundation was like completely a, a hot mess. Yeah. There was no foundation. Well, at that time you were yeah, what how old were you? How 20? I was 20, I was 20 24, 25, no, 25. Okay, yeah. So you were out of college, but you were still Yeah, but in he college, was like right? he was like the super super senior hanging around like the college yeah. campus. <laughs> So anyway, I was like trying to finish college, but like he, he's in a fraternity. And so like, he was all about that life, you Mm -hmm. know? And so, you know, I was then like trying to figure this out, trying to like make this a family. He wanted to be out in the streets essentially. Yeah. And, you know, and then he also did not have a supportive friends that were like, Mm -hmm. you know, like giving you like, all right, man, you got some responsibilities. They're like, oh, you want to do it? Let's yeah. go. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, like, oh, you're in a fight with your girl. You want to go out see, meet some girls? Okay, let's, let's do it. Let's go. Let's you go know? do that. Yeah. And so that kind of happened. Cameron came and it just clearly just showed how toxic our relationship. It exposed it even more, I would say. And then I would say also being young and then having a kid, not mm. being married. So then you've got stressors from that. Mm. Irresponsibility, immaturity. Yeah. Then it's not like we have money, right? Right. You're so like, then you're broke, and it's like <laughs> right. so it's just perfect wasn't, storm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know, so like you know, Rick, I'm open. We're open that he stepped out and mm-hmm. in our relationship, and you know, we finally called it quits just because for the betterment of Cameron, I think that that's what I appreciated us, even in a toxic situation that we were like able to say like, mm-hmm. we have to put Cameron first and us being together is not gonna work. Yeah. And so I actually moved back home, which is 45 minutes from our college town. And we were like co-parenting, like everything, mm-hmm. like completely separate yeah. for wow. like mm-hmm. a year and a half, two years. And, yeah, a year and a half. So then yeah. what happened? And then I'm we, like, I'm on the yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, to be honest, like, I, I feel like I've never really like fully heard yeah, this story. Yeah, like it was completely and like he would get Cameron. I think on the weekends yeah. he would drive up, get Cameron, bring Cameron back. Mm-hmm. So like that's a part of me that like always has a soft spot for Cameron because mm-hmm. like he just like had to do endure so much kind of. Mm-hmm. And so I was living with my dad with Cameron, mm-hmm. and so I was also like a server at Red Lobster trying mm-hmm. to do all this, and then 
we started dating other people. I was dating someone, he was dating, and then I think we both kind of just were like, hey, let's kind of like, revisit this. We were doing counseling yeah. just for oh. Cameron because it was so toxic that it yeah. wasn't even like, like individual counseling or like couples counseling. Both. Okay, got both. it. Yeah. And so just to like be able to like still have to be able to raise this kid. Yes. Was it counseling with the intent of getting back together or just, Hey, how can we be the best co-parents? Yes. Yes. Got it. That's really cool that y'all were doing that. Yeah. So we did that. I don't even know why we did it. Yeah. It I think it was because it was so bad. Like we argued a lot. Yeah. But a lot of people would just be like, I'm out. I'm out. And like one of the parents would just step out and be like, you figure it out. Like if you're, if this is not going to be good. So the fact that y'all were doing that and you weren't even planning to be together is like huge. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we reconnected. I really don't know how we reconnected. It was like, it kind of, I think we just started well, feeling drawn I, to yeah, and I mean, at the end of the day, we kept seeing each other. Yeah, you know so we I mean? just kept feeling drawn, and then, you know, we rekindled, got back together, got engaged. He wow. proposed to me when we were actually in Texas. We weren't living here at the time. Yeah. Um, Thanksgiving, like we were all going around, like saying what we're grateful for for Thanksgiving, and mm-hmm. then my brother-in-law had him be last, <laughs> and then he was the last one. So we've been through a heck of a journey. Um, crazy. It's, yeah. Uh, Does Cameron remember any of that? He knows that we Pieces, weren't together. Yeah. Like he was our ring yeah. bearer at our wedding. at our wedding. But he, wow. did, he does remember. Or? He do, no, like he doesn't. He remembers like being at like Papa's house. Like, yes, yeah, yeah, little things. Yeah. But we've always shielded that from him because, yeah. like, we're even if we have like disagreements now, like we try to like keep it where the kids don't really know what's happening all the time. Right. You know, it's important for that for them to know like healthy disagreements, but and healthy like. What did, what did they say in counseling? And they can see the disagreement, but also let them see the reconciliation. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if we're you model good. that nothing ever goes wrong. Right. Then when they see that, they're like, wait a minute, nothing's ever supposed to go wrong. But no, you can have healthy conversation, healthy disagreement, but then also let them see the reconciliation as well on how yeah. to healthily resolve the yeah. disagreement. So we had to kind of come brick by brick rebuild our foundation. Yeah. Um, because, and ultimately we had that time to really kind of like date other people and be like, no, I actually at the heart of that person. I actually like this person. I actually like this person. Because you're so young, yeah. you're like, you don't really yeah. know. So and much so of it probably had to be just like maturity and like growing up and getting totally. into the real world and, and all that. And growth and yeah. recognizing what you truly have. Right. Mm. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times it's like you take things for granted mm. if you don't see the value in it. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah, I mean, you've told me that story multiple times, and like, it's it's hard for me to even. I'm like, what? Because y'all's marriage is so strong. Yeah, and just the and example you guys are too, as parents and everything. But I'm sure that you guys look back on that and are like, oh, we our marriage would not be what it oh, is without yeah. that season. In many ways, like that scenario was very like really hard. It was kind of traumatic, you know, like just yeah. you know having this new baby and you know, and then to rebuild your trust. And all that that had to come with it. And yeah. we took our time and do it. And I'm so glad we did it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can't imagine this, like, not with him. And mm-hmm. That's so sweet. Yeah. I love that. Um, next question. This is actually our last question. We can make this more lighthearted. What I have one your- more question. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, you go ahead. Two more questions. You okay, go first. you go, because mine's more lighthearted. I just want to know, um, Rick, have you ever, uh, you're an Enneagram 9, but you grew up in Detroit. Have you ever been in a fight? Yes. Really? How He's, many? How tall are you? Oh, no fight that I ever started. No, I believe okay. that. Yeah, I believe yeah, that because yeah, yeah. you're a nine. Yeah. Yeah, you're a peacemaker. Yeah. You're a peacemaker. How many fights have you been in? Did you win? Yes. Uh, <laughs> That's what five. I thought. I knew it. I was rooting for you. It was. Were they all in college? No. I mean, starting in 
middle school. I got we, well, not counting neighborhood fights. My people always <laughs> wanted to fight my brother. Really? Yeah. And so he's got to be like I don't know, I don't know what. You probably know. tried to uh, kind of like my mom diminish tornado. the fights. You yeah, tried yeah. to try to put out the fire. But then it's it's one of those things where you grow up. All right, if we're fighting, and we're fighting. And yeah. So in college, there was other people, and in middle school, let's go. That's cool. Yeah. I've never been in a fight. I've never. I've had like people that never. wanted to. I've had people that. I don't wanted think to I've ever been me. in a fight. No. He's never been in a fight. No. I've had people that wanted to fight me, but I've actually never physically been in a fight. Yeah. I've had in high school, like one girl kind of came after me for Bruce track was on, was on yeah. the you know, <laughs> the track squad you know <laughs> track team, um, but no, my mom, my mom, like she was the oldest of five. She basically raised all of her siblings. And my mom, it was like the time mom was like, you know what, Danny? If some girl comes up to you, you punch her right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> you, you punch her. And I'm like, I'm like this like little girl, like this little, like, I'm like, mom, really? You know, it just wasn't in my blood. But you know, that Latina blood, like, you don't I mess. totally, your mom, <laughs> mom. <laughs> My mom punched a girl in high school because uh, a girl came up and stole her basketball. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they, they came up and started getting in her face. And my mom just punched her because her dad told her to Boom. my grandpa was like somebody messes with that you. that girl apologized like, too yeah she apologized and you know what my mom said she did not mess with her anymore Boom. so danny austin promotes violence on the <laughs> <Dan Post podcast. laughs> hey, there is like one time that i will get violent with someone if someone is like hurts my kids like oh I will. yeah that's no hurt. and yeah. i don't even care if i win the fight Some, but yeah. i'm gonna yeah. punch something i'll go to jail. jail that would be her jail. first fight yeah. Yeah. no like, yep. i would like i've never wanted to fight anybody because i'm actually not very like confrontational i really yeah. don't like Fighting. Yeah, I mean, um, either. No, I don't, I don't either. <laughs> yeah. So, were like, you there at, at yeah. Maddie Nelson's event whenever we won't say what she was saying? Oh, yes. <laughs> I was just dying laughing because it's always the girls that you never think that would like would fight. Yes. Did yes. Maddie punch well, someone? No, but Maddie, I'll just say it because she'll think yeah. it's funny. But Maddie was like, yeah, like, uh, what did she say? She was like, yeah, if someone messes with my friends, like, yeah, I'll fight him. Yes, 1,000%. Yeah. And it's like little Maddie. like Yeah, she's like you this, would never know. Like, like, she, this, like, she will go to war like, for you. Goofy, and she's like, no, like, I will. Like, she will go to war. Yeah, she yeah, would. And I appreciate that. But, like, that's how I, like, <laughs> people just always wanted to fight me growing up. But I feel like I never wanted to fight them. And then I was like, mom, what am I doing? Yeah. yeah. You're like, use your words. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so last question is more lighthearted. What uh, would your kids say? Like, how would they describe you as a person? Oh, both of you. Okay, of you, you yeah. start. All right, I think <clears throat> they would say he's silly. <clears throat> uh, he loves us and smart. <clears throat> I would <Good>. say loving. <clears throat> um, I would say a hard worker for me, for sure, yeah. and makes good food. <laughs> Aww. If I'm thinking about like Cyrus or like my five year old, but I will say, you know, that's where sometimes like I would get that mom guilt of like, hey, they see me working, you yes. know, but yeah. I won't ever I won't ever apologize for that. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's going to make them really hard good workers, hard workers, absolutely. you know, and I think that it is like kind of empowering <laughs> that they see 100%. like their mom working and so building true. a life, you know, for their family. So I think that they appreciate that. I totally agree with you. My mom worked a lot, too. And like we always had a nanny. And I don't, I never looked back at my mom thinking, oh, what? like I was always actually going to school and be like, yeah, my mom's like, so my mom would like go sell like little like keychains on the street at El Mercado in San Antonio. So it wasn't, but I was like, yeah, my mom's selling keychains and cats. Like, what are you, what's your mom doing? Like, yeah. you know, you just think it's cool. You respect it. Yeah. And so, 1, so I love that. Well, thank you guys for coming today. Oh my God. This might've been one of the best fun. ones. Okay. I hope you guys, I Truly. hope we see you guys before six months from, from Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I'm totally down for it. I'm just saying. 
and it just happens that way. He's like, call me, text yeah. me. I will say it's kind of hard though because you guys go to sleep super early. You guys are yeah, like the old, yeah. like the oldest young person I know. Yeah, we are. Oh my 100%. gosh, eight o'clock. We're going to dinner at seven tonight with friends, and I'm like, oh, I hate when she does this. I'm gonna die. I'm it's like, so I'm late. like, we're not gonna be home until nine. I'm gonna be. <laughs> what am I gonna do? I'm gonna go to bed at nine thirty. Are you yeah. kidding me? Literally, literally the oldest young people. Ever. Meanwhile, I'm going to sleep at like one a.m. Yeah. I know you're a night owl. Um, real quick, tell people where they can find you. Tara Newton. You want to say your hand? Do you know your handle? Share the handle, Rick. Okay. You matter. I'm saying that as a joke. Just to put in perspective that this man knows nothing. He's going to his Instagram page. Yeah. Rick D. Is it Rick D. Newton? Also, give them. Just come to my page. Rick, share your Xbox Live gamer tag. Oh, it's Rick D. Holla. <laughs> that, is, that, was, that was his radio name, by the way. That should be your Instagram. No, it should not. No, no that's a very Xbox no, Live gamer. Uh, it did used to be my Instagram. Yeah, so Parents, like, please, no. so. yeah okay, so we got the handles. Um, well, yeah, thank y'all for coming. Thanks for listening, everyone. Love y'all. Feel free to subscribe if you would like, and we'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Boom. Bye. <laughs>